on the Wake Up Radio presents Seth and Sophia. Giving you a choice. Either put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. Welcome to Zest and Sophia on the Wake Up Radio. We are your hosts. I'm Zest. And I'm Sophia. Sophia. (laughs) How are you today, Sophia? Good. How are you today, Zest? I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) I'm doing pretty good. Uh, The weather here is beautiful, I have to say. I really really love living here. even like days that sometimes seem a little bit tougher, even if they're like a tough day, it doesn't seem so bad. I walk outside, it's green. You know what I mean? Like I feel like um, uh, as, as odd as it may sound, I feel like I'm communicating with nature more here. Like, you know, like I'm out for a bike ride and like I can hear the trees or, you know what I mean? Like I just feel really more in tune. So even the bad days don't seem to be so blah, you know, like so heavy. I know exactly what you mean. I always felt like when I'm in Florida, I'm home for some reason. So I think there's an energy in Florida. Just there is a, uh, like a closer to nature type feeling. Mm-hmm. I spent a month there when I, right after I first had my, my daughter, just like get normal, clear my head. I went through so much trauma, yeah. medicine, all that. And it was life changing. It was life changing just to get up every morning, go walk on the dock, sit by sit by, you know, the, the water, just to do things in nature every day, sitting. It, it's just, mm-hmm. I love that. So yeah. I'm, I can't wait. I know I'm going to be down there soon. Well, if at the very least for a visit, <laughs> right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. For the very least. So before we get into our show tonight, we have a great show for our listeners tonight. Uh, but before we get into it, let's do our proper announcements and to do. So first huge shout out to super producer, Cindy Ashby, not only for putting together 32 radio shows, 1600 episodes, uploading them to on the wake up radio.com, SoundCloud, Apple. Uh, we still on Google play stitcher. I hot and I don't know if we're on Spotify. I think Spotify might've gone to the wayside. Nonetheless, we are on pretty much every major streaming platform, including our own people. We have our own. So tonight's show is going to be about the death trap and uh, it's going to be a really good topic, but again, much love and respect to the entire on the wake up radio family. Uh, we appreciate and love all of you for everything that you do and your voices are being heard. So, ooh, I like the pink, Cindy. She's putting her little banner up and nobody can see. <laughs> it's just us. Uh, oh, unless we are live somewhere. And well, she might, this might be a video. I don't know. It didn't say record only. So, 
we could we could be video. Hi. Yeah, she's saying we are video. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we are video then. Uh, so she tonight was you picking my nose. I know, right? I do it some like weird, but like mm, great uh, behind the scenes, what it really looks like. Um, so tonight's show, we're gonna talk about the death trap, and it's really uh, an interesting topic because there's so many different ways that we could say it, right? Um, it could be karma, it could be a soul recycler, it could be a death trap, the Saturn Moon Matrix. Uh, you know, so there are different things that are um, kind of keeping us in a loop. Why don't you jump in? Because uh, you sent me those articles, which were amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, after our conversation, like a couple of weeks ago, in, and then the other night, you know, if this is a simulation, you know, it's important. And we were talking about this and why is it important? To escape. Yes. And it's not just to escape, say, this. It's to escape the whole cycle, the whole loop of being used and abused and having our souls damaged, traumatized, dirty. erased. Yeah, just dirty and everything else. So I was like, you know what? I, ha I have a lot of different things that I've stated. I'm like, I want to reread these articles. And I'm, and I'm starting to feel like right now what we're living through is a part of this. It's a mm -hmm. part of this whole death trap, this whole cycle. They... The, the, the next level is not to, to convince us not to die. It's to convince us to merge with AI. Mm -hmm. And so the AI used to trick us in the afterlife. And now the AI is going to trick us in the living life. Yeah. yeah. So what, what do you think? Well, I, the AI is doing that. It's going to show you that you can live eternally, but we can. It's already in existence. You know, we're, we're just kind of stuck here. And um the AI is, you know, it is the alien invasion, AI alien invasion. This is the, that is the takeover. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's like a drug addict with a pocket full of drugs saying I ain't using, do you know what I mean? It's the same, it's the same concept when we're walking around with all this technology saying it's not going to happen to me. Well, chances are that it's already happening if we're here discussing it on some level, right? That we're in, we're in the loop somehow we're in this little over, you spin me right round, baby. That song always keeps playing in my head. Yeah, so the perfect. death trap is just a way for them to harness our energy and come back and use us again. And the trauma that they can create, um, you know, from that, it, it, it keeps us kind of like stuck here, you know, bound here in some ways. And it was really interesting in the articles. I didn't get completely through the second one because I had to <laughs> run out for a minute, but um I found it really interesting when they started talking about the holographic, you know, because it's, it's the hall of mirrors. Wouldn't that be the hall of mirrors that they talked about? Right. And so it's like, nothing, nothing's new. It's like, we're stuck and nobody wants to get out of the game. Everybody wants to be free, but nobody wants to get out. If that makes so sense. It's almost, absolutely, yeah, exactly. So like, I almost am starting to like, feel like our, our true essence can operate in every on every level, right? Mm -hmm. So it operates in all dimensions on every level, and, and kind of like I, I, I forget which article, they've got us locked in to 
a holographic world where yep. they're lot they, where they're like streaming our consciousness to us versus us experiencing our own consciousness versus us experiencing say our senses they've got us locked into the senses where that's how they're streaming our reality yep. to us that's yep. pretty that yep. really that really resonated with me that whole explanation if you don't mind too i want to i i saved this little blip mm -hmm. i want if it, can i read it yes please okay so the reptilian alliance's modus operandi is the first trigger cataclysmic events on a target world or solar system and wipe away the society that was there before then reptilians genetically engineer a new species that is designed to be tuned into their false reality their matrix and the planet is hijacked along with the perception of the people they have done precisely this to earth and humanity and their means of doing so are Saturn and the moon. Saturn, the Lord of the Rings, is the master control center. I mean, look at Saturn with all its rings. Saturn is ginormous broadcasting system. And they will eventually find that the rings are full of crystals rather than ice, a type of crystal that we are familiar with on Earth. The rings are not natural, and at one time, Saturn was a conventional brown dwarf. It had no rings. The technology-obsessed reptilian alliance has constructed them, funnily enough, as I think about it. An insider once told me of a photograph he had seen of an incredibly large spacecraft that, craft that appeared to be repairing one of Saturn's rings. The process is ongoing, and they are continuing to construct others. So I, I'll just stop there because just the whole, the first part about mm -hmm. how the reptilians, they come in, they kind of take the natural organic life force, yep. obliterate it, reanimate it in, in a way that they can control it. Yeah, and they lock us into it. Yeah. It's a, it's a sine wave, right? We're locked into that sine wave that's coming in. Um, it is, it's just a way to keep cycling us and keep getting us to go back. Well, I'll bring up to Nag Hammadi how it talks about the original, right? Origin, the original world and how man was created multiple times. So why was man created multiple times? Why was, was man keep getting destroyed? Did man keep getting perverted, having man's DNA altered? Like, mm -hmm. you know, when we read these scriptures, when we read these books, we take them with a grain of salt. So we have to take the information, see the truth in them. And I believe that all of these books are telling us Something. a very, right. very, very clear story about an out, outside invader force or exactly. an invader force for, yeah, con constructing a fake world where they want to trap in a front god. Yes, yes, yes. They're they're simulating to, it's like they're jockeying themselves into a position to take mm -hmm. over and to be god and they're not. And it's an artificial reality. It's fake. It's not real. But the illusions, I think it was in the... Um, which article was it? One of them had um, talked about the holographic reality. And it said like, if all of these imaginary walls had dropped, we would be able to see the universe for exactly what it is. And there's some people who say like, there's a little key to Disney's when Disney said, um, it's a second star to the right and keep going till morning. And that's kind of like the way out. Like you weren't supposed to come back. Like the white light is the is the is the, the, is the full recycler, right? So when you when we die or when you die, that we go to this white light, and then they awesome. erase our memories. Yep, and then they erase our memories, and then they recycle us, and they put us back here, and we're here again to do the same things over and over again. But because we have residual uh, 
information or trauma or whatever it is that's compounded into who we are as beings as well, except our memories erased. We don't remember what the trauma right. was, but we're still carrying that weight of it in our soul, right? We never healed from it. And, and I think that also contributes to why so many people suffer so badly. Um, I've mentioned before, one, it, it's just very interesting. One of the first books I ever read is called uh, You Have Been Here Before, and it's a psych uh, psychiatrist's um, and a psychological evaluation on people's uh, issues or traumas in this lifetime. And the, they contributed it when they did, they went and they did past life regressions. So they put them into hypnosis and they put them into a past life regression. And in that past life regression, they were able to isolate and find out the root of their cause in this existence. For example, if someone is obese, they starve to death in a different lifetime. And that trauma, do you know what I mean? That I have such oh, yeah. bumps. Um, and that hidden trauma is what they're carrying over. And this is in itself causes a very sick society. You know, you have someone who may have endured a murder in their family, and now they have this unexplainable fear. I can't explain it. I'm just like this. Well, there is an explanation. You've been here before. Someone has taken our very essence and squished it into a tiny, tiny, tiny. It's like one of those little, little, little bottles that they put the crystals in and put the little cork in it. Like, like the little, little, little someone's like someone put us way inside there. And then we're operating this whole machine. And all we have to do is take the cork out. And we can kind of bring that life back in. Right. If we understand it, understand it. I'm like so aligned with that because I actually went through my own little like period where I was researching all this past life stuff. I even convinced my boyfriend at the time to, to go to a past life regression group thing with me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't even like get comfortable in the chair, yeah. but him and his mother, they came with me and they both had extremely deep, significant experiences. That's great. She, she saw herself die in wow. a, her previous life, her name was Hatu. She could see them, her and a bunch of people running in a field. She, I think she was like, I saw meteor showers. Like, cause that's what like she was describing yeah. in my opinion. And then him, he saw himself fall. Now in this life, he suffers really bad with, had, suffered really bad with back issues. But he saw himself in like the colonial era, era become paralyzed and fall off a roof. Wow. And see? it's just like, and, and that really had a lot to yeah. do with like a lot of trauma because he suffered very young, a machine fell on him. Mm -hmm. So it was related. And it's almost like our souls are being abused and raped. Mm -hmm. And then our bodies are then physically abused. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. we get here. It's like, it's, it's like they're putting to fracture yeah, us. You put damaged parts in enough things, right? Over If you put damaged yes. parts into a machine over and over again, eventually that's not going to be a damaged part. It's just going to be that machine. That's the way that machine yeah. works. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. over time, it's not broken yes. anymore. That's how yes. that machine works. Like that's it. You are leading me right into like the other thing I wanted to bring up, which was the golem. Okay. There's this creature. Now in Lord of the Rings is golem because he's so distorted by, you know, the, the, the ring that he's obsessed with. It, it, it totally turns him into a, 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 a creature. He's not a human anymore. And uh, in, in Jewish uh, books in a mystical text they they have basically the blueprint for how to create a human without mm -hmm. a soul and they call it a golem and i feel like they're trying to devolve us into a golem mm -hmm. where we are so it originally was created to help assist humanity so a magician could create a golem to be his little 
servant, his little kind of, you know, errand thing. Yeah. And instead, I think they're they're using this to 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 create us into it. And that's what the jab is to take our DNA and 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 like edit that spirit essence yeah. out so we're nothing but uh auto autom automaton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well that's what the, the you know, at the direction of our overlords. Yes. Underlords. I'm sorry. They're 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 underlords. Underlords. Thank you. Some of the healers that over in the UK, there was that article that I had and it talked about, um, there was one of them, he does energy work and he does the heart work and stuff and he has regular clients who come in and he said after- That's what I thought of immediately. Yeah, after they got the vaccine that they come in and they were like, their whole spirit was disembodied. It was floating inside and the heart couldn't receive any more love or energy. And that makes me want to cry. Like me just saying that, it hurts. Do you know what I mean? Like- um, and they have been able to, it's like they've, they've, they've sped up the access to the soul recycler, right? It's like they've taken, you don't, basically you don't have to die now a physical death in order to go into a soul recycler, right? You are just going to get the jab and your soul will be disembodied in your, in there in forever. I mean, how would you come back attached to anything if it's already disembodied? Do you know what I mean? Like, how would you, how would you discern you know, uh, stay away from the white light. Don't, don't go near the white light. You know what I mean? Second side of the right, keep going. Like just, it's not, the whole system isn't what they say it is. And we isn't are locked in it. Yeah. That's well, hell. I mean, hell is like your, I mean, we're living here physically and some people compare this to either hell or some sort of version of, of suffering, right? Oh, like the suffering, yes. the, the planet prison, the prison planet, I yes. believe now that it is a false world. It is a, a fake world. The mm-hmm. true world exists. We're from it. Yeah. Uh, and death, they convince us, is a horrible thing so that we're afraid of it, so that we immediately can, are able to fall into their false light. So mm-hmm. we go to their false light versus free ourselves yeah. you know, from this whole situation. And with like the, bo- the, the soul being out of the body, for me, I feel like they're, they're where they want to merge us with AI. It's so that is it so that they can also like stimulate our bodies, use our bodies, uh, siphon our physical, you know, bodies to channel demons and give them bodies? Like, are they trying to have something else take over our bodies or is it total enslavement? Well, I guess it would be both because total enslavement would be to not have any control over any, you know what I mean? Over yeah, our bodies, right. our minds. So, but, you know, we're, we're dealing with, evil evil just evil. do you know what i mean it's, just, like, it's beyond it's, evil it's evil it's not like i don't even think evil is the right word i just don't feel like that's the the right the right label for what what we're, we're, I mean, we're I do you know what Dark. i mean like i just don't feel like that's the right name but you know we're we're dealing with stuff on a level i don't think most people recognize the fact of what you know, there's only a select few, and and I don't mean this in a negative way to our listeners, but it it is reality. There's only a select few that genuinely get the essence of "I am." That's true. That that we're everything and we're nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like I am you. You are me. Like this is the this is the whole experience. And and in that moment when people can't even associate with that they're okay with dying because they want to end this. You know, I know people who will say, well, it's my, when it's my time, I'm okay with it. 
I'm not. I never have been okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, because I've never felt like it was final. But they put that finite on our spiritual growth, on our mental growth, on our on our connections to one another. You're only here for a short time. Might as well live it up. It's like a program. It is. Because it's not just the limitation of our souls not being able to just expand throughout this whole universe, multiverse, right? Just to keep going and going because that's what we are. Like if we get out of this prison, right? Or when we get out, let me refer my verbiage, when we get out of this prison, we're just going to be so expansive and so big. I think it's like when some of us close our eyes, we can see how big we really are. Like you just feel like you just keep going, right? Like, like when we describe ourselves in an energetic force, like I don't know any, any of us who have ever sat down and said, well, I pictured myself when I stopped here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're, 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 you're immediately just every, uh, oh yeah. You're immediately just into everything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And this whole, you know, this death trap, this soul recycler, it takes us from that and puts us back into that tiny, tiny little bottle with the cork in it. Like it we're really the does. it's almost like we're the genies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not really, because that's a yeah. different entity, yeah. but yeah, the met- <laughs> met- <laughs> metaphorically. Yeah. Um I have a good clip if 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 it's a good time to play. Sure. sure. All right, because um <laughs> I think, I think you'll enjoy it. It's- you are listening to Zest and Sophia on the Wake Up Radio, on the wakeupradio.com. And OTW Tube is our social media page. Have you signed up yet? Also, for our listeners, if you'd like to call in, 844-818-4433. And 44 is 44. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I'd rather be here in spirit than not at all. A captain doesn't abandon ship. Every hour you stay here makes it that much more difficult to leave. Why are you pushing me? I've made up my mind. I'm staying here. The cortical stimulator is working. I'm getting a weak pulse. She's coming back. I'll use cortisone along with the stimulator. What was that? What happened? What do you mean? I saw Tuvok and Chakotay and the doctor. Here? No, it was different as though. As though I were looking up at them. An hallucination like the others. I didn't feel like the others. I didn't see myself. I was looking up at them. That's the real me, isn't it? Lying on the ground on that planet, dying. And this is the hallucination. This isn't real. More denial. You're only making it harder on yourself. You're trying very hard to convince me to come with you. Why is that? If what you're saying is true, why not let me come to the decision on my own? I'm trying to spare you unnecessary pain. (laughs) My father would never act like this. He always believed I had to learn my own lessons, make my own mistakes. He never tried to shield me from life. Why would he try to shield me from death? You're not my father. I could be imagining you, but I don't think so. You have such a specific agenda. You're determined that I go with you somewhere. Who are you? I'm trying to help you. Stop yeah, goosebumps just watching this random call. Are you an yeah. alien being of some kind? Is that it? Our eyes are open. <laughs> signs are responding. Blood pressure 60 over 30. But the entity is still inhabiting her cerebral cortex, impeding your treatment. Catherine, hang on. We're bringing you back. Just fight a little longer. 
Direct synaptic stimulation might drive out the alien. That's good. Interesting, right? Yeah. Um, I thought that was a pretty good, like, kind of yeah. description. It, no, it's really good. Cause, but they, how would you know? And this is the This is, you know, uh, for our listeners. Sophia and I met through a mutual friend, and then we just kind of, you know, hit it off. And then we went to New Hampshire a few times and did some radio shows. And then, of course, because we're both intellectuals, we had great conversations on the hour drive up and back and forth. And mm -hmm. the topic of escaping the matrix came up, and and. I see a lot of importance in it. You know what I mean? Because whether it's a mental, whether it's a physical, whatever it is, we have to figure the way out. And if we keep falling for their traps and, and like, you know, like I was saying, there's so many people, even, you know, even if we took the suicide rate right now, you know, how many people think it's the way out? It's and not. You know, it's funny. Out. It's younger and younger children, which means it's less and less spiritually mature. Yeah. It's a disconnect is happening. It's like, it's like they disembody the spirit and then they recycle it again. You know, it's like it keeps shrinking. You know what I mean? Like you can only yeah. use a battery so many times or you know what I mean? Or replace something and it just doesn't, it just doesn't work properly. And I guess if you took, because we are the batteries, right? And if you keep taking us and recycling us over and over again, and if there's those who aren't attached to themselves, to the I am, then they become a weaker and a weaker version of themselves until they're ultimately a robot by all definitions of a robot because well, you can be a human robot. being and be one percent robot you know and then you're considered oh, yeah. a robot so they already consider us robots with our phones yes. pretty much yeah yeah so you know there's that element there and and you know scary. Um, it's so scary you know I think the part that bothers me the most is they have people so convinced that there's this finite time that we have right that this is the time that we have on earth I'll give you my nephew a perfect example. My nephew's 24 years old. And I watched this world change him from a very in tune, attached, could see shadows. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. wanted, when at a very young age, me and him were doing crystals and the moon. And you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. And I watched the AI in the gaming world and stuff like that slowly change him and slowly. And he went from this loving kid who would dance and have fun with me to what do you want? Do you know what I mean? And he has, I forget, I, I can't remember right now, but he has a, um, it's in Latin on his arm. And in Latin, it says death and is, death is inevitable. And when he showed me that, I mean, the artwork on it is beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Like the face is good, but it wasn't even, it wasn't, it, 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 there was no requisite for me to even engage in a conversation with him about the fact that, um, death isn't inevitable. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not, that's not it. But here you have a 24 year old kid that they've convinced that that's what life is. And in that moment, I realized like, so when you want to talk about this tonight, like he's in him and so many others in his group are already in the death trap living. That makes me want to cry, <laughs> to be honest. It makes me incredibly sad because that was something from a very young age that was central because that was central to Jesus's teaching that death is not real, that we don't die. And that mm -hmm. was like, that was what he, one of the most important things 
And I always, that always was something I grabbed to because I think maybe because my dad died young, I needed to maybe yeah. out yeah. of that need to know that like, he's not just erased and gone. It, 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 it made me have faith. It made me seek a connection to an afterlife to making sure there's a, and that's really what started probably all of these thoughts. And it, it may have, it may have. Um, I know for some of my listeners and you've heard this before, but uh, at a very young age, um, I didn't, I was the fifth living generation. So obviously I didn't have a lot of death in my family. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like if I can go visit my grandfather and his grandmother's there, I'm not heading to funerals, you know, as a child growing up. And, and I, and I, and I don't remember where we were, but I remember the conversation because I remember being little and then being big, meaning my family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember I knew inside, I knew that when, when, the way I would describe it was, is when we reached a certain age, we would just go somewhere and live forever. I knew at a very young age and they would be like, no, that's not really it. And, you know, and, and who am I going to argue with? I'm a kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm sure I argued with somebody, but in, but I knew, I knew then, and then you go through these cycles of life because you hear the noise and you hear the noise and you hear the noise and I can see where it can drown people out. And then they think that, you know, well, whatever, death is inevitable. I'm here, whatever. Instead of realizing, you know, that the, we're like, we're, we're like little uh, fireflies in the glass. Oh. Do you know what I mean? We're just flying around, lighting things up, but we're not doing any good because eventually that light's going to go out in that glass. Do you know what I mean? But if we went and got to join the other fireflies or, you know, got to, to be, we could, you know, just change things in the elements of where our light is, but it's not the case anymore. And, and it, it is a trap. Well, they've cut off the light source. Like, tell me this. Were you like me very young? You felt like this, something's very off about this world. Something is like, I felt like uh, I, I'm not, I, I felt very disconnected, like spiritually from other people. Like, I felt like I knew that there's something else control here. Not, not the truth. I don't know if I knew, I don't. I, I can't answer that. I don't know if I knew something else was in control. I knew that I was very different. Yeah. I knew that I could hang out with anybody, but I never felt like I belonged. Do you know what I mean? Like I could mm -hmm. have people tell me that, you know, they love me and I'm hanging out with them. And I just never really felt like I didn't have that connection. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't, you know, the world that I grew up in, you know, it was kind of like, you know, uh, like when I would talk to my grandmother about um, things that would happen, um, mystical things. Uh, her inclination was at first to say no. And then all of a sudden she'd be like, well, and cause she knew, but it was that same, you know, uh, just, just my family in Italy and, and, and the Lebanese side are both gifted. And, um, you know, and, and there was a few times some, we would have a conversation or her and I would be, uh, telepathic. And then she would be reminded of, there was, you know, there was a little more to it. So. Um, Makes me wonder what cuts see like, same situation like with my family, like, oh, certain people in the family always spoke of, you know, gifted people in the family. But like, what stopped them from having that, that not like, okay, it's one thing to say, I believe this exists, but what makes you not want to interact with something so powerful, so, so uh, eternal, if you know it exists, what stops you from wanting to interact with that and be part of that and participate and be, you know, be, 
I don't, it, you know, that's something that baffles me about my own mother. I don't think everyone's, but that's the thing, you know, uh, not something I talk about often, but uh, my father uh, hurt me in a lot of ways. And a few years back, I wrote him a letter, forgiving him. And I sat down to write it and tears flowed from my eyes like, like raindrops the size of buckets. Like they were big. Like it was just, and I wrote, and I wrote him a letter. I had to write him a letter. I, and uh, it actually connects with my grandmother and stuff too. But anyway, so I had to write him a letter. And in the letter, I said to him that somebody along the way hurt him and he wasn't strong enough to heal, that I am stronger than him. And with that, I forgive you. And he wrote back and said, you know, there was a lot of things that had happened to him and, and it was, and I, and I, it took me a while to realize that, you know, you could be, I mean, fuck, I think my father's like six, five, he's a big man. Do you know what I mean? Like my, my uncles are big. Like when people talk about giants, their hands, like, you know, if they, if they put their hand on me, it's the whole side, you know? <laughs> um, so, uh, and, you know, there's just people, they can be big and they can look strong and stuff like that, but they're not, they're not, you know, I don't think the warrior is in the, is in the, in the avatar, you know, it's in that, it's in that flame that's inside the avatar and not everybody yeah. has that, you know what I mean? Like, and as much as, you know, uh, it's like, I can say, why, 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 why? But the reality is, is that it comes from a form of weakness. It comes from a form of brokenness. And how many times did his spirit have to do? You know what I mean? Like we're almost it, just able to kind of, to 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 feel bad for him. Yeah. Oh, I definitely. There's a side yeah. of me that that this is that mush side. Like because that's because, like you say, higher love. We're from higher love. Yeah. Advanced. That's what that's advanced love. That's advanced. What, mm -hmm. That's what that is. It's mm -hmm. it's it's that ability to step into love mm -hmm. when most in situations where most people just can't, they cannot get beyond their, their selves. It, yeah. yeah. It's a gift. It's beautiful. Thanks. Well, it's, it's, a, it, it's a, it's a blessing and it's a curse because there's times that uh, I know a lot of times people think I mean, they'll say you're mean or you say this and stuff like that. And I can say things, believe me, if I wanted to shred someone, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even have a comeback. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not who I am. And even there are times, like even when I am a wise ass or I'm sarcastic, that it perpetuates in my mind afterwards. I'm like, oh, I didn't really, I didn't really, because I, I don't mean to hurt anybody. Do you know what I mean? But I am a mouth. So I'm going to. And sometimes we yeah. have our own expression. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, I just think that, you know, there's, you know, if we take a look at the people who have been recycled, you know, how many times have they been recycled? How worn down is that spirit or that soul that it's just not fighting anymore? You know, maybe that's how we should start looking around us, you know, that, you know, that there's the NPCs, but at the same time, there's a lot of souls that are just beat up. They you are know, there. They just, mm -hmm. Like how many, how many times have they been, you know, had their memory erased and, and be put back down here? How many times, I would assume for those who aren't strong, that it's a daunting task that eventually you just give up and assimilate literally. Do you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. because an assimilation of yourself into a fantasy world would be a lot easier for a lot of people than to actually fight for one's own preservation. Well, they do say everything happens spiritually first. So if they've spiritually done it now, it's going to happen mm -hmm. in the physical now as well. It's already manifesting in that way where people are so worn out 
they're just they're gonna just cave they're gonna that's their that's the goal it's the slow drip the drip the drip the wear them mm -hmm. down slowly yeah. and on on that note i want to play another clip and this is of a man describing his he saw heaven or he saw something and in the way he describes it i think it's a good moment to share this story okay. go with that yeah you are listening to Zest and Sophia on the Wake Up Radio on the wakeupradio.com. OTW Tube is our social media page. And have you signed up yet? I have KB Visions. I've been uploading videos nonstop for three days. Nice. But often I would think about this and just heard your eyes have never seen this where you Sorry. will live forever this, uh, oh, the name of the video like for our listeners is the man who saw the end time. i'm just gonna call it a dimensional shift we bust over to my left and now the whole time i hadn't looked all right i'll start here i was in the midst the arms of a presence or in in the midst of a presence a a a, a personal presence and the next thing i know i'm just being lifted up and i'm not and i'm not talking about some kind of cheesy movie of the rapture or anything. It's just, it was real. It was smooth. It was peaceful. I look over to my left and now the whole time I hadn't looked left or right, but now I look my left, my wife is right there. And she's such a woman of God. And she knew the Lord long before I did. And she's looking at me, she's smiling. And we just had this knowing look. We didn't even communicate, but we knew what was happening. And we get whisked up. And the next thing I know, it's like watching a Star Wars movie and warp speed. Everything just went, you know, just into a streak and then to a flash of light. And boom, it's like we bursted through another dimension, if you will, a barrier of some sort. No fear ever. And I'm still aware of this presence that we were under the control of a benevolent presence. And the next thing I saw was we busted through. I'm just going to call it a dimensional shift. We busted through another dimension. And before me was the most beautiful. It, it had to be what the earth looked like when it was first formed by the hand of God. Every, the colors were so vibrant. The smells, the air smelled like potpourri. I can still smell that sometimes. I saw what looked like villages, um, beautiful, beautiful little homes. And I could you, flowers everywhere. You could hear children off in the distance, just laughing, having a blast. People, the peace was overwhelming. The sun was just magnificent. And, and I can remember asking the presence, is this heaven? Is this paradise? And then I heard the voice and it just said, this is where you will live forever. Welcome home. And I looked at my wife, she smiled and I woke up. And like I shared with the congregation, I was I was furious. I did <laughs> goes on, but that yeah. was just the part I really wanted to share is what the president said to him and what he described. And I feel like that's the true earth. That's the mm -hmm. earth we are we're trying to bring down. Oh, we are bringing it. We are heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's just very hard with demons everywhere. Uh, you know, that thing, the thing too, is that, you know, as much as, so we have the little trap going on, we could call them prison guards, gatekeepers, and those are the little demons here, right? The little energy suckers, the demons, the, the entities that try to attack and lower the vibration with that. I want to announce right now that, uh, 
you cannot touch us. We are the, I am, we are in the now, we are in the air, we are in the frequencies, we are in everything and everybody. And we are a part of source. We are protected by source. So any ugly demonic entities, you can't even come near the bubble of our joy and our love that emits <laughs> throughout the galaxies and the multi-universe just to let you know as we proceed. So. So it is. And so it is. And so it shall be. <laughs> right. So. Uh, it's, speaking it's, of. Sorry. No, go. As I speaking of, you know, with, with the entity I had recently caught yeah. on my camera, I think that now more than ever, we need to start sh shielding ourselves, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I, I mean, for like the general people out there and everybody, it's really important to shield ourselves because these things are on the prowl. They're real. They're real. They're on the prowl. They're and real. people people can unleash things on you that you have no idea. And if you don't understand that it exists, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Because knowledge is what's going to be your override. That is going to be <laughs> your way to decipher, to discern, is through knowing and through being in your instinct, in your I am. If you're in your I am, you're going to be operating in the, in, a, in the way you need to be to have the right frame of mind to navigate the spiritual realm. Yeah. And these things are out there. And mm -hmm. just be weary. Don't, don't just be so open. Remember. Love isn't something that you just have to give away to everyone. That's not just true be love. It. Just be it. Exactly. Just you are it. what you're being. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you didn't. I yeah. like what you But just be like, love. Yeah, just be it, man. Like, don't, you know, it's like uh, I had a friend who would always say to me, I'm a happy person. I'm a happy person. I go, you know that happy people don't need to tell people they're happy, right? Exactly. So if you're going to tell me you're a loving person and I didn't feel it, I'm not going to believe you. Just be it, right? Just be it. Uh, so Sophia, for our listeners, uh, she has the camera outside of her home and she documented a black, dark black smoke looking entity that was circulating in front of her house in the bushes in front of the car. She cleaned the camera. She looked through it. I mean, so she did everything to make sure it wasn't on the camera. And then lo and behold, if you don't mind me sharing, lo and behold, her, she was talking to her neighbor and bam, her neighbor has it on her camera too. They both captured a dark energetic force lurking outside their homes that was only visible on the camera. And it must have to do with some of the, uh, does it have night vision on it? Uh, it's it wasn't it was during the day. I no, think no, it had the camera. Um, yeah, actually, it does. Yeah, it does have night vision. It does. But you see, it was gray for like a consistent five days. Yeah. And I feel like the sunlight must somehow either keep these things away, or it just masks them. They're able to hide, you know, behind that blanket, that invisible that other realm that they get yeah. to sneak into. So I'm just sharing a little blip of what this thing was. If anyone was into, into seeing, seeing it, it. It's definitely a dark energy. I mean, you can just see the way it moves too. So this is on her uh, IG page. You can go and take a look there. 
yeah, really uh, just something. And I sent it to a you few right people. <gasps> Go back. Oops. Oh, you're going to have, you know what? Send me the video. I'm going to slow-mo it. Do you see? Watch right at here. the end. Um, right. There's watch the things that come out in the front. Right. Right. One. Right. Wait there. One more. One more frame. See the two things right there? Yeah. Oof. That's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it was on your neighbor's camera as well. Uh, so, um, I have gifts I don't talk about often just because most of the times none of no one else's business. <laughs> Not to be exactly. rude, but it really isn't anyone else's business what way. I can see and what I can do, right? Uh, Better off not telling people. But there are some gifts that I have. And uh, I can tell you right now, uh, I, I, well, it doesn't matter who believes me, who doesn't believe me. I am a visionary. I can see things. I can see a lot of things that a lot of people can't see. And I can see uh, dark energy on people. I can fucking see it as if it's waving a flag in front of me. And uh, I'm going to share the experience. I'm not going to. But the other night, um, I was talking to someone, you know, friendly acquaintance, having a conversation. And the conversation kept going to a place where it was very, it, for anyone else, it would have been very energetically draining. And it was like, whoa, the world's going to end. We're going to have to have passes. We got to worry about the next election. You know, they're going to come knock on your door. Now we got to worry about the vaccinated people. Now we got to do this. And it just wouldn't stop. And, I, and, and I'm like, and I can feel it because I, I am a high energy person. So there are, I, I know what energetic vampires feel like around me. They're always around me because of my energy. And, uh, and I can feel it. I can feel the <laughs> taking place and I can see the darkness on the person. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I was like, oh, but what's going on with you? So I'm trying to totally stare away. And I, and I had said, I, I don't live in this world. I don't live in that reality. Do you know what I mean? I left that. Maybe, you know, it's the energy in the Northeast or, but I, I don't live there. That's not how I view the world. Everyone here is nice, you know, da, da, da. And it kept going. And then for like two seconds, it would go somewhere and then vroom, like right back into the energy suction part of it. Right. And then all of a sudden I'm looking and mind you uh, to be very, very mindful of this, of this, uh, point. This person is a witch, a strega who does ceremonies and all, I mean, like is into, um, real magic, I guess you could say like practice, practicing it more, I guess is, it would be the right verbiage. So well, I'm sitting and I'm looking and all of a sudden I hear the word devil over and over again. And I look and she has her hand. So she has her thumb out and her pinky out and like pointing down at me through the phone. Right. And saying it over and over again. And I was like, the fuck. Right. Like in my head, I didn't say anything. I'm like, what the fuck? So then, um, then I see the, okay, the triple sixes. Right. And I see that a couple of times. I'm like, am I fucking bugging out, man? Like, and I'm like, no, cause I have spidey senses. Like, you don't, this is what I'm talking about. Like I, I, I can see and feel things. Right. So I'm like, what the fuck? All of a sudden now she's spinning her finger and saying stuff to me. So I dodge uh, and I kept looking away when I was recognizing the symbols. Like I was looking away from the phone. So first I was looking away and then I look and then there's like this spiral. I literally dodged out of the view of the FaceTime. And I said these words, it looks like you're trying to cast a spell on me. 
To which she responded, interesting. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. What? 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 Not, not, no KB. I'm not doing that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, like that's not insulting. That, like, not, yeah, like, I wouldn't do that to you. Like, ah, uh, right? So, no, nothing, nothing. What then, kind of snow we talking? Then, um, what do you call it? I think, hold on, let me go over here for a second. Then, um, what do you call it? So then the phone goes up and looks at the ceiling and I, and I call her name and, uh, I hear just, uh, just wait a minute. Silence. The fuck call her name again. Pause. Just all right. Well, I'll be right there. Whatever, whatever. I don't remember the exact verb she said now. Right. But trying to, I was like, click, never heard from her again. Never heard from her again. So I called Sophia. I started doing some stuff here. I called her and then we did some some stuff, which we're gonna keep between us that we did. And uh what the fuck? Like I know what I saw. I know you cannot tell me that devil's horns, three sixes, spirals, and all this shit from a witch isn't a fucking spell. You got doing all kinds of research the next day into that, and you were one hundred percent on point with what you saw. I know. I that's like I never ever. My intuition is telling me as fast and 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 as on point as that is. I know one hundred percent that I am one hundred percent. I could see the entire time. This person usually has like a bubbly energy. I could see the entire time, the dark energy on this person. And that's why I'm sharing this story because most people would think that they're sad or they're depressed or maybe they're not eating right. Or you know what I mean? When you start yeah. seeing this, but that's not what it is. It's actually the energy that's the energy. there and it's trying to attach because it needs to feed. <laughs> Like so this is the, yeah, you know what I mean? Like this is not to digress, but because when we were talking, you know, about the spirits and about being trapped and stuff like that, like this is the type of thing. It's like part of it. This is that, all part that of can the trap world. a soul. That can trap a soul, that dark energy. Think of it like a think of it like a film, right? Think of it like when you when you put a like the windows, when you put the blue tint on it, right? It's think of it the same way. That that's what it is over you. It's that tint. You're never gonna shine. The sun isn't gonna hit you. It's to keep you know? your soul heavy, I think it's yeah. to keep you, you know, weighted down. Because another aspect of this, a part of me believes that when we come down, you know, through layer after layer, eventually, when they ate the fruit, is that what locked them into this? Is that what locks us in here? Is what we eat, what we feed in this world, what we give our attention to, what we put in our bodies? Is that, you know, that also adds to the, the matrix and the whole recycling of souls and what you believe and, and what you bring into you, into the spirit realm and then back into you here. And when your mind is erased, you are at a deficit when you come yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. It's so you're going to come in almost seeking those same energies that you were trapped in before mm -hmm. because, because, you're, because you're carrying the weight of it still on your soul without the cleansing of it from the, you know, from the truth. Um, that's true. I don't know where I'm supposed to look. Pardon me, listeners. I was listening to, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, look at that. Okay. Sorry for our listeners though. The producer, uh, Cindy Ashby was talking to us. Heard gifts are a way to siphon energy. I believe that. 
I definitely believe that if they're not guarded. But there's some people, though, that they want to they wanna tap into, they want to see, they want to see, you know, they want to experiment with it. And they don't think that they can be entered into or touched or, and that's not the case because you don't know what portal you're opening. Like, I remember watching something one time and it was, um, it was talking about like spirits, like the ones that actually get interactive and stuff. And it says like, when you hear the knocking, don't ever fucking say, come in. It's true. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. How how arrogant do you have to be to think that you know better that you would, that, that you can control the dark world or you will know that you will know the difference. In fact, it's it in a lot of spiritual texts, scriptural texts, it says there's nothing wrong with having gifts if you know how to test the spirits. If you know how to test the spirits, that's the main part. If you don't know how to test the spirits, you're going to be raped and run by the spirits. They're going to be coming in as your mother, your uncle, the fairy down the street, giving you everything you want to hear so that you keep on opening the door, going deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. And here's another thing about witchcraft. Why I know that's down my bloodline. I would never, you never dabble in that is free will, people. It matters. When you want to cast a spell, that means you are no longer honoring someone else's free will, although or the universe's mm-hmm. will, or the will of every single human being out there that affects us all on a daily basis in That's little subtle ways. That's that the is black, black magic. Because yeah. white magic is different. Right. White magic is healer, healing, yeah. helping energy itself, return yeah. to this to, to you. You know, conserving your energy helps you. But most people don't realize that they're dabbling in black magic. No. A lot of these yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told you my story of the, the crystal. Uh, I love that. Two things with this crystal. I have a double pointed uh, quartz crystal. And when I got it, it had some imperfections in it. And I was like, uh, and it literally told me like, no joke. The crystal literally told me that I don't have my full powers because I wouldn't use them all in the right way. In other words, I still have a little bit of a edge that I need to soften. Right. The other, is, the other is, is that what'd you say? I said a lot of us do. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely have a little, little pepper. So um, the other was uh, one day I had I was bleeding and my crystal was there. So I was like, oh, let me let me do a little blood oath for me on there, and you know, and I put my finger on it and I swore to bring heaven on earth and some other things. And and right now, uh, my blood is inside the crystal. It's fused with the crystal. It's inside. Yeah, it's now part of the crystal. Which means I'm now involved in a, a crystal quantum entanglement into this universe. It's kind of magical, right? How does a crystal absorb blood? I don't that's know. Not, see, see, there's something about crystals. See, crystals are not solid. They're never. No, they're, they're vibrating. Solid. They're vibrating. So there's mm-hmm. something to that. I, I, that's amazing. It's still there. Like you can see the spot where it went and then where it is inside. It's inside. You showed me the other night. Up close. Wild, right? I remember what? So whatever, whatever that is, there's really, you know, it's it's you know the the when you were talking about Nagamati, right? I found it really interesting to researching for that show. In fact, when you were talking about it, I'm gonna ask Cindy if we can go to a break in a moment, if that's possible. Is she there? That's good. I need to get my charger. Um, I don't know if she's there. We'll wait until our producer comes back, but <laughs> we can see her in her chair, but she is not in her chair. But when we come back, then what I'll do is because I have, I have, um, 
all my notebooks and stuff that I write down stuff and look back on. And I had that day that I had researched for when we talked about that. And I remember you saying to me, which I felt really good about. I remember you saying to me, you're like, you learned all that today. And I really sat down and like hit it. Do you know what I mean? Because I liked it. I was resonating with it. And once you do, you can really like come into it and absorb it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, like sometimes when you read something, you're like, shit, I got to read it again. But there's other things where you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I got it. You know what I mean? And that that is a really hard one, though. No, I've never met someone that read that first time and and got it. Like, you got got it. Like, you got it. I didn't, you got it more than I did. I was like, oh, wow. I, I didn't even see that aspect. I totally, yeah, for whatever. I just got it. I totally awesome. did. So that'd be kind of something interesting to talk about too. Because uh, it, yeah. it relates to, it relates to this and it relates to, yes. you know, to these vessels, these avatars not having a soul. Um, and also with the um, uh, Demiurge and the Archons. You know, are they all one and the same types of beings? Are they different beings? Are they, is it the same story for the different ones? I wonder that too. I do. I wonder that a lot. Because it, it makes me wonder, are they different than the angels that supposedly Lucifer took when he when he fell from heaven? He took a third of heaven with them. He took a third of the angels. And, and when they talk about, say, the Lord of this earth, that's probably the Demiurge. That's mm-hmm. probably not god universe you know it's on this universe see it's if if we're in a simulation it's definitely then that that, of of what it is yeah of this because it was created for this or this was created for that and it's almost like there there's another universe that the natural universe and then they've constructed this false fallen universe and it's almost like when we see space is that that like you know how they say space is expanding is that just them keep constructing new worlds new simulations are those all just different simulations that they are constructing or is it part of just one massive uh matrix to keep this one going the bubbles right yeah it's the russian dolls right yeah yeah one inside of another inside of another inside of another i mean i really i really like martin kenny's explanation I i feel like that's kind of like like I can, I don't know. I just can resonate with it. Do you know what I mean? So you have one, the tree of life, it gives birth, spreads out, right? Oh, okay. Another tree of life in that one, this one. So now has an inner bubble and then an inner bubble and then an inner bubble, which would mean that the outer bubble would be the ultimate reality. And everything else in between would be in a simulation of there or a creation of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, offshoot or mm-hmm. a different version. Yeah. Is it? Is it all? Like, see, this is where I always think: is it? Is it that this is anything that's physical is the is the is fake? Is it anything that's physical is is it material or is it? You know what? I, I really that's that's at the core of, of like. What, is this real? No, no. It's like is it oh. is it anything that is is material? Is Not that really. is that part of the matrix? Like basically, is that part of the simulation? Anything we like interact with as solid mm-hmm. material is that all just part of the mental matrix? The uh, the senses locking us in. Well, atoms are empty. Carbon and atoms are empty in general, right? 
So that's what everything's made up of. In in that sentence alone, it would say everything is made of nothing. Like, is this world one big lie? And we just have to see through all the lies around us? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a lie. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I, I know yeah. that I have a lot of truths here. I know that I've oh, had a lot of like, you know, like good experiences. A lot of beauty, a lot yeah. of God, yeah. Um, so um, I think it is a prison. I, you know, like it, it's hell. It's not, this is not, you know, the, you cannot have a spirit inside of you and, and think that this is how we're supposed to live. It's not, there's nothing logical. There's nothing, it, none, none of it makes sense. Because when you think about it, um, I remember, I don't know who it was, one of my aunts or a cousin or something. When I was a kid, like there was always like people, you know, like a lot of family, but there's a really old movie I, or musical. I, have, I, I just, you know, when you have something, someone listens to it and you have it embedded in your head. So, and it was Born Free. And there's a song, Born Free, Free as the Mountains, Free as the Wind Blows, and it goes on into this whole thing. And I was like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like that always made sense to me, but then the world wasn't anything like what made sense to me. I was like, what do you mean? Why, why is like, why are you gone all day? Why can't I see, you know, my mom, my dad, like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why is it so hard? And, and then, and then when, when sickness started really taking over, you know, there was a point when at least people were healthier. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you go back to the seventies, there wasn't a lot of people who were overweight. You know, there wasn't a lot of people who had heart attack. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it started happening. And now when we start, we start looking at, you know, what some of the um, statistics are, it's staggering. One out of two women will get cancer. If that in itself isn't horrifying, right? One out of three men. Like, you know, when we start breaking it down and, and, and we start looking at what's taking place and then what we're talking about with the soul recycler and the vaccine and the disconnection of self, you have to look at this and, and, and I don't usually say you have to, but I, I can't imagine there's any other way to actually view this than this is some kind of a plan to literally dim the light. To just to just to just put it to a point where you can barely just see it and it's just gonna light just enough so that it's malleable, but that there's no existence of anything else. And it's it's sad. It's so sad. It's sad to it's sad to it's sad to have heart and to watch it taking place with so many people and for them to not even know it's happening to them. You know, that this darkness is sitting on them. You know, they can't, they can't feel it anymore because the darkness is the way of life now. Like my life is chaos. I'm always something happening. Oh, it's all, you know what I mean? And, no, I and can't they can't see that self. Well, it's almost like, again, the narcissistic, like the, the pro yeah. narcissistic program that the, everyone's living in. You have to be living in some sort of messed up state of mind if you can live in a modern day like today where we're supposed to be like you're bringing up all these statistics we're supposed to have all health advancements all these uh, hygiene advancements all these other and yet we're sicker and sicker cancer didn't exist in the way it did you know a hundred years ago and then i'm sure it barely existed even before that it's all yeah. chemical waste that's causing you know Everything. all all of that yeah and mm -hmm. how can not how can someone not hear these things and at least need to know that it's nothing, <laughs> right? Like for me, you could come up to me and you could say, Sophia, I've done research. And do you know 
that there are dolphin people that live in the Rivan Marsh, right? I might off the bat in my mind be like, yeah, right. But I'm going to be like, yeah, look, they re they're saying they yeah. researched this. I mean, I'm going to want to, I want to know now. I would not just go with my denial, but the program makes everyone go with their denial because it's almost like they have us convinced like all our movies, right, are so mm -hmm. supernatural now. It's all always magic, all yeah. dimensional. Yet nobody has that wonderment inside them. No, because the TV gives them that, right? They they rely on the TV for all of the, their exploration. You know, like someone who has an archaeology type of you know like spirit, instead of going out. In traveling, even in your local, they're they're watching, you know, the TV. They're living mm -hmm. through the TV, so it's almost like they're a transhuman because they're yep. getting an experience. Brain is perceiving what the eyes are seeing as a real experience, but you're just sitting on your couch, not really doing anything. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. For our listeners, you are listening to Zest and Sophia on the Wake Up Radio. You can find us on wakeupradio.com. Um, our episodes are on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, also OTW Tube as well. I believe that's what Cindy's doing with this uh, video. It is 10, 10 p.m. July 28th, 2021. How do we get to 2021? How do we know it's 2021? That's what I want to know. I want to know, I was just saying, I was just, uh, you know, just doing this couple of things. First of all, it's 1010, July 28th, right? 2021. How do we know it's 2021? We don't. How do we know? Many people say that that is not even our real calendar, the Gregorian calendar. Mm -hmm. But what if time is also part of this whole matrix situation? Well, time, time's what? definitely an overlord or, or an yeah, attempt it's to not be. real. It's a, and like, what if that's whole part of like, we sign on to time, we sign on to death. Like, you know, that's I don't think I initialed that part on my contract. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I know how to tell time. I do not know the concept of time. Like if you tell me an time hour, how am I supposed to know what an hour is in time? Like that's not, that's never made sense to me. And when I finally explained it to my mom, because she's like, you're always late. I'm like, do you think it's fun for me to be late? And then having to listen to everybody and then rush. Do you think this is a good time for me? Because it's not. I don't do it to be, you know, I'm not doing it to be an asshole. I just, I literally like don't have a concept of time. And then when I stayed with my mom, she was like, I can see why you're always late because I'll do something and then I get distracted. I do something else. And then like, and then I don't know, there's that time again, but I don't, yeah, it's just funny. Bringing up that, this reminds me of the fact that I actually don't believe that ADD is like something we need to be medicated. I think ADD mm -hmm. is actually how we're supposed to operate. And that's why they have inverted it where it's like, that's a problem. It's yep. because you're, you're too, you're too, many you're too, you're too um, curious. You're too inquisitive. You're yeah. too uh, up there that, that, that is definitely not, not going to be the programmable one that we want. So we need to dim those lights the most, you know, I yeah. believe that for sure. Yeah. I've always felt that way. Um, I'll tell you that my brain fires in a thousand directions. I have ideas. I have thoughts. I have function better like that when I'm like yeah. just boom, boom, in my flow. That's what I call yeah, it. In my exactly. flow. <laughs> and then for a short time, you know, the doctors decided I needed to go on Adderall. I did not need to go on Adderall. Adderall is a soul sucking 
thing. It is a soul sucking, creativity sucking. It sucks. It is a horrible, horrible thing. I could feel the disconnect taking place. Like I could legit feel the disconnect. And 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 in saying that, I can actually reflect on why there's so many children today who are so disconnected. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it was built into them from a very young age not to feel. Because you know, when you have right. this, when you have a brain that's that's you know, you're thinking over here and then you want to go over here and you want to go over here, what a beautiful thing. Right? And what everyone's a- mad at you for it. Yeah. Everyone's telling you. So it's like, not only do you have to be drugged, but you also have emotional abuse, Sonia. Do you know, short of my mom saying, I love you, probably the other thing that she would say to me my entire life is she says my whole name, you know, the whole name together. And then she's like, can you sit still? Can you stop making noise? You're shaking the whole bed. You're shaking the whole couch. Your foot is shaking the whole table. Like my whole life, my sister and her, they're one and the same. So all the time, like, can you just sit still? And for a short time, me and my sister would share rooms. And even when I go to sleep, I'm a belly sleeper. So I do a swoosh, whoosh, whoosh, like I rub my feet. She would go nuts. It's just so funny, but it's not like, um, but in the, in the same time, people like that, like those two, right? Their, their comfort in silence is the TV. My comfort in silence is my thoughts. Me too. Do you know what I, you know, like, so it's very, it's, you know, it's very, very different. You know, like one is being um, told how to think more or less, or what yeah, you think, or how to do yeah. things. And the other is saying, well, how can I do it this way? Well, what will it look like over there? Well, might be better, over, you know, and that is how people grow. Absolutely. That's how exactly how you grow. You mm-hmm. can't grow if you're not interacting with yourself, if you're not playing around with ideas, if you're not playing around with situations, with emotions, with whatever, mm-hmm. everything. Life is supposed to be lived that way. You know, not that this is on the topic, but I have a clip and I want you to see this one clip. I don't know if you ended up, I tagged you earlier. I like wrote your name in a comment. And I said, watch from this point on. Did you see that? The okay. So my- it was a woman just explaining this technology that they have already. And this is from like 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, maybe oh, not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she's explaining uh, you could take a pill and basically turn your entire body into a, a transmitter, a receiver. And I just found that to be so telling of the pharmaceutical, mm-hmm. you know, industry just yep. in general mm-hmm. about what what the what's possibly in those things, the nanoparticles, oh, the electrical. Because because all you have to do, right, is take a dead, uh, um, an electrically dead pill, put it in your body, and your body it, uh, creates it gives it all the electricity yeah. it needs. To, it's, ins- it's, it's, I just, I thought of you as soon as I saw yeah. that. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can play it. Wow. Okay. Do, do, do. Sorry. No apologies needed. No apologies needed. I was looking at my notes from the Nag Hammadi. It's good stuff. I need to go back and really take some more of that in. I liked it. Yeah, I I love digging into my Nag Hammadi book. 
every so often. But I, for me, like you said, I can't just say, oh, I feel like reading no Khamati today. Yeah. I won't be able to see. Like sometimes your mind just it doesn't work like that. It just don't work like that. And with material <laughs> like that, sometimes I even have to like pray before. <laughs> It's a lot. I, it's just, isn't it interesting though, how our brains work and they take in certain stuff, which, um, my, uh, show, my show, uh, Sophia and I, we have, uh, Zest and Sophia together. Sophia has on Saturday nights, 8 PM, Sophia, yes. uh, truth, freedom and Sophia. And on Mondays at 9 PM, I have my show event horizon. And this Monday I'm going to talk about the brain. I had a really good idea for a show and I really, really want to talk about the brain and kind of the functions of it, what it is and, and through time, like just different aspects of, of it. That's so, going to be great. That's thanks. a great topic. Thanks. I'm excited. That's a super, super topic. Right. So you're so, talking about passwords and pins and sure. the drawing patterns and uh, on well, Android. Well, sure, look, after 40 years of advances in computation, we're still authenticating basically the same way we did years ago. In fact, it's gotten worse, because now you don't do it once a day or twice a day. The average user does it 39 times a day, and it takes them 2.3 seconds every time they do it. Power users would do it up to 100 times a day. So what are we doing about that? Well, we're thinking of a whole variety of options for how you could do better at authentication. So you can start with near term things like uh, tokens or fobs that might have NFC or Bluetooth embedded in them, but you can also sorry. think yeah, about where I wanted to go. I'm here sorry. on my arm. We, so we here. Have a camera. Right here. And what he did is he founded a company and they started making electronic tattoos. So I, I'm wearing one here on my arm. Can we do we have here. a camera to get a this is a develop this is a developmental system made by MC10 it's sick. and it has uh, an antenna and some sensors embedded in it. And what we plan to do is work with them to advance a tattoo that could be used for authentication. Now, it may be true that 10 to 20 year olds don't want to wear a watch on their wrist, but you can be sure that they'll be far more interested in wearing an electronic tattoo if only to piss off their parents. So manipulative, right? Yeah. And that can have a design, right? Because sure. they would certainly want some kind of cool design. Options, right? options. And that's something that you wear, but you could also imagine including authentication in just your daily habits. So I take a vitamin every morning. What if I could take vitamin authentication? Listen to this. What? Vitamin authentication. Look, I have one right here. Well, here, I'll let you hold it. Mm. Would you like to hold it? I'll hold it. Okay. <laughs> so, so this, you guys see it? this pill has a small chip inside of it with a switch. It also has what amounts to an inside-out potato battery. When you swallow it, the acids in your stomach serve as the electrolyte, and they power it up, and the switch goes on and off. And it creates an 18-bit ECG-like signal in your body, and essentially your entire body becomes your authentication token. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Most people have no idea how advanced we're a hundred years in the future. We are not, we are this, this, this is part of, this is part of the soul recycle. This is part of the death trap is for us to think that we're stuck here. Now we're already in the future. We are already there, but that we're being trapped and stuck here as if to, what was I reading? To, what was I reading today? It's as if to uh, replay the, 
the time a time before. It's like they're replaying it over and over and over again. Um, same script, different cast. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, some of the some of the cast is the same from hundreds of years ago. They just yeah, they them. They just put a new soul back into it. But you know, it's just uh you know, it's funny, like the the areas of knowledge, you know, like um like you know a lot, you know, you have a lot of areas of knowledge. Um I'd say some Gnostic. Do you know what I mean? And like, uh, definitely in the paranormal, you know, things of that. Mine is more technology, you know? And it's like, when we have these conversations, right? It's that I can take mine and you take, take yours and then we share them. And it's like these puzzle pieces starting to slide together so that we can kind of see more of, Absolutely. you know, the way out, right? Because it's got to be a way out. I always go back to that conversation we had in the car that day. Well, now you I know. want out. Like, that's all I could think of. But, and you were like, but it, oh, we were talking about the matrix. And she had said, and Sophia had asked me, well, what does it matter? And I said, well, I need to know because I need to know how to get out. Right? Like, I need yeah, to know. Like, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know how to get out if I don't know what it is. Right? Either one. So where are we at in time? Okay, so 1022. Ooh, the numbers are loving us tonight. So we have some time left. What would you like to would you like to continue or would you like to pivot on? You know, I kind of because you brought up Nagamati and because I feel like it's so spiritual but so technological as well. Like mm -hmm. I think it matters. I think that just to, if we could just if people could just acknowledge and know. That would be enough. That would be enough. It would be. Enough. Enough. It would be. As you were saying that, I was reading a quote that I took from my studies on that day. It said that they did not understand the power of God because they are powerless. Just like those people now who want to siphon our power, create their fake, mm -hmm. you know, utopia for them where they're living like gods and creating their fake mountains and Mount Olympus and whatever they think they're going to do. Right. And it's because right. they got nothing. They can't get in. It is. Well, we have the keys. We have the keys. We have the keys to the kingdom. We do. Uh, one of the things I have found interesting is, is the ruler said, let's create a human of soil from the earth. One of my favorites, John Trudell, said, um, we are of uh, the same minerals of the earth that we are made of. When you think of that, that kind of shows you that we really are connected to everything. If we're made of the same minerals, if we're made of the same thing, right? Absolutely. Then there is some type of a connection, but the false reality isn't it. You know, one of the one of the takeaways in here, which I found to be really disturbing, was that um, they had um, the demiurge had recreated Sophia's image. He saw Sophia's image in the water and recreated Sophia's image. But then they raped her and they tortured her. And this is the God that people believe in. And if you can go off of that very premise alone, then that's a, an inversion, a perversion of what was once beautiful and sacred. Uh, well, what still is, but not in this place. You know, um, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he was God. That's true. 
you know, and, and we're in a form of hell. And in the, in this hell, we're on this disc, we're on the wrong side, right? One side's a light hole, one side's a dark hole. We're on the wrong side. We need to get to the other side to get out. And in, in saying that it's that we don't, we have to get off of this merry-go-round because if we don't, you know, although I have to say it gets exhausting sometimes just to keep being around people who don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, uh, for me, it's almost like, I feel like I'm almost just like, I just want to be with my, my people. Yeah. That's like, it's like that kind of exhaust. Mm -hmm. Like for me, like, I don't really care about all this sometimes, but I feel like for, I just, I just want, and I'm so sick of the, the falseness. I yeah. see just too much. And I don't say this, like I, I have falseness in me sometimes some days I have to catch it and get rid of it. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying like, I just see everyone's living in this false image and they're, they're, they're thinking that they are one way they're thinking that, and they're not understanding what the I am is. This is why the I am is so important. Because mm -hmm. if you operate in the I am, that means you understand that you are whatever you're being, whoever you're being, whatever, whoever you're doing, whatever you're doing in that, that moment, that day. And if you're not that thing, then you're not that thing. If you're not yeah. doing that, if you're not being that, then you're not that. So like, this is where everyone's living in this like constructed identity versus the I am. And that's and how they're okay. being controlled. And they're okay with getting old and out of shape and weak. And, and when did that become okay? That's what I mean. They, they, they're, they born dying. They're born dying. Mm -hmm. Like, so every, every day of life is a step towards death. Mm -hmm. When people think of life like that, even if they don't know that that's even what they're thinking, yeah, it's almost like that's how they're living. That's just how they're living. I got some time. I mean, I know I'm going to be 103, so. I don't even feel, I feel like I won't see death because I feel like even if I see a physical death, I won't see it. No, but this, that, oh, you, mean, you just kind of, yeah. Yeah, um, like, you know, but physically, who knows? Who knows what will. I see things though. I've been, I don't know. I'll tell you one, now that I think about it and some of my information I read, this this particular one bugs me out. But anyways, this one time I had this really bizarre dream and I had to go to an underground base. Me too. But I think the staircase was almost like spiral when I went down, kind of like this. Yeah. But I remember being in this underground place and it was very bizarre. Do you know what I mean? And I remember I was there for a while, but it felt kind of like a ship, but it wasn't a ship. I don't know. It was just very strange. And I'm not sure why this dream is coming up right now, but it is. So why? Why? I don't know, because I feel like I had a dream where I don't know if I was, I didn't know if I was underground or on something, but I was, there was people just everywhere. And I was like walking through the crowd and, and I bumped into my cousin Antoine and I was like, you're here? And he was like, you're here? And I was like, I knew you'd be here too. <laughs> like, it was like, we, it was, I, I actually messaged him about it because I was like, yo, like, I think we have a spiritual connection. And yeah. like, I told him about the dream. And he was like, yeah, that's definitely something. But yeah. It's wild, right? But they can tap into our dreams. Right. So I used to have dream. I feel like a year straight, I would have these random dreams where I'll tell you this one. I just enter this room, right? And in the room, it's just people standing like, and they're each stuck on this tiny little slit 
standing on it and and I'm standing on a slit too, but I'm awake. I'm able to look around and, and see everybody mm -hmm. and be like, what is, what are you all doing? You know, I'm just like, what? And then I look down because they're all like, you know, looking down and, and you just see stars black, but you, it looks like there's just a like, and, and like space underneath. Yeah. And I'm like, you're all just going to stand here. And I jumped. <laughs> and what That's, happened? I woke up. That's pretty wild. We're all just like, after I realized like, well, they're just, and I looked down like, that's what they're afraid of. They were afraid to jump, I think. And I, I caught that in the dream. And I was like, yeah, like that's that. pretty awesome. <laughs> that's nice. That's great. Um, isn't it interesting though, when we, when we uh, like jump or something in a dream and then we like in this, why does that happen? Like you're running no. and you trip or you go to jump and you, and physically move in this realm. What does that say? It has to say something more. Every time it happens, it trips me out. Right? Because you know, because it's like you're at that moment, we're conscious in two realms. Yeah, because it's like I was just in the dream world. Else. But we're conscious in the dream world, but you can feel it in the physical world, right? Yeah. And I guess I guess that right there alone can show people how a trap could work, how you could, we could be in two places at one time. Yeah, we have to actually, I have to, I actually have to start thinking about quantum entanglement is what it's called, actually. There's a name for this, and it's called quantum entanglement. So that's how you can be in two places at once. All they need is a little bit of your DNA. This is just the, yep. I'm, I, I know this for a fact, I'm saying, I'm speculating on one avenue. All they need is a little bit of your DNA. Just like I said, with your crystal there, you're now quantumly entangled, you're your DNA is in that crystal. You're entangled with that. You're going to share information. That crystal is going to send information to you, to your DNA, and your DNA is going to automatically download it to your inside DNA without ever touching or communicating. And that's because of quantum entanglement. They could be doing that with us. They could have bits of our DNA scattered on every freaking planet. And who knows? I just, I'm just throwing random things out there. Yeah, they definitely can. I mean, they're, they're, they've, they've harmed they, they could be growing us. Like, you know, who Well, uh, this is this is true. I'm so mad I gave my because, DNA because I know about cloning. Because I know, you know, because we know about these things exist yes. and stuff like that. I often look in the mirror and question, "How would I?" Sorry, I got itch. I'm like, "How would I know?" How you know what I mean? Like, um, I put on a, a sundress the other day, and I'm like, "Why does it seem a little long?" I'm like, "Did I?" You know what I like? I really. I really, I'm like, maybe I'm shrinking, but I really question these things. You know what I mean? Like I have certain markings, like I look at on my body, I have certain things, right. That I, that I pay attention to. And some people will be like, that's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. I know it's what the not technology crazy is. You know, Cause you know what you're dealing with, you know what it is, but what would be crazy is you just randomly doing that and then believing it without, but you know, you'll know when you'll know. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. not crazy. This is what I mean. People, I used to have this complex, by the way, because like you, I don't say to people, oh, I have this gift or I can do that. Yeah. You know, I can, Cause I don't think you should do that. I think that. Hold it. But like, but, um, what was it? Oh, I used to have this fear, this complex that I was crazy making it up to myself. So I used to can try to, like, I would have this, like, half of me would know. And mm -hmm. then half of me would be like, well, what if you're crazy? And I think that part of me wanted to convince me that yeah. I was crazy and not really, you know, yep. having the experiences that I was yep. really having. That's that override. That voice I always talk about, that other one, that invader, right? That one that, yeah. like, 
the one that you had like a weird thought or you're like, well, that's just weird, you know, like, yep. Um, and it's interesting. It's like that thing's in there. The, uh, what is it called? Shit. The host. You ever oh, see the host? Yeah. I have the book. Do you know I have a picture of me with a ring in my eye like that? Yes. I've seen that picture. So for our listeners, the host it was, I saw the movie the host was a movie that there was an artificial intelligence, basically, right, that wanted to take over. An alien wanted to take over a human body, but this one particular spirit was way too strong for it and fought back. So it couldn't take over. And the will of the, of the actual human was too strong. And uh, so now the human and the artificial intelligence had to share the brain. And they were constantly talking or giving information. And then the, the, the AI basically, right, became an ally to the human when it started right. to feel and stuff like that. Understand, so, like, with these are human beings, this is what a human experience yeah. is, and we're robbing them of. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, so fast forward, uh, I was recovering from my, my downfall with more gallons, right? And I was like, finally back out, hanging out with my friends, doing stuff, da, da, da. And uh, I was out to dinner, one of my girlfriend's birthdays. We're all, you know, a nice restaurant, taking pictures. And I look at the picture, I have a fucking ring in my eye. It doesn't happen like that's not, it just doesn't, you don't just get a ring. It wasn't, there's no selfie light. I don't get one ring right. in one eye. And to this day, it's still mind boggles. Like mind boggles me because prior to me getting really sick too, uh, 2011, 2012, out of nowhere, I got a really bad eye infection. So bad I was out of work for a few weeks because my whole eye bled. And that's so funny because lately, like I told you, something in, told me to stop focusing on my eyes. Keep mm -hmm. my eyes, keep your eyes clear. Keep your eyes safe. Keep your eye, like I'm not gonna I hear mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. constantly. Mm -hmm. Well, I told you my vision's being attacked. It's definitely, it's definitely being attacked. But what are the, like, how, I still don't know how to how to digest this information. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do, yeah. I, I can't say it's a coincidence. I can't just write it off, you know. And then the fact that not for nothing, but there's times I just know stuff about the AI. How do I know? Yeah, you know. And these are and and I say that to say that that this is all possibilities. And if you don't know yourself and you don't really understand that these underlords want your body. They yep. want your soul to harvest on it like a little fucking parasite gets in you and able to nibble on your little spirit whenever it gets hungry. And this is like, you know, uh, if you can't look around and see the gray, you know, it's just you have some glasses on, like some real, real glasses. Some blinders. On. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you really have like something going on because – you know, the world is just at a chaotic space. And then we haven't even, we didn't even touch, not like tonight, but we, well, we still have a little time on the communism takeover. Oh, well, and then yeah. that people are allowing it and people are encouraging it. Uh, uh, only in Boston, only in Boston, right? That site, 
Let me tell you, they deleted my comments today. People are like accusing me of deleting my comments. I'm like, do I fucking look like Ooh, I deleted yeah. my comments? I'm like, I did not delete my comments. And like, they keep coming after me and like, they were trying to attack me personally, telling me I'm a nut job. I need a psychiatrist. Um, for me saying that the va all the stuff about the vaccine or that we're in a matrix because someone went to my oh, profile and saw something. And then they were like, oh, and then like, it was everything. Like they tried to keep personally attacking me. I said, I listed all of this factual information and not one person actually looked anything up and came back with any, anything intellectual. And your response is, is to say that it's, it's good that a restaurant has a right to have people serve vaccine papers to go into it. Yes. Are you fucking serious? Like what is like, that's the part, you know, this is this to loop back to what we were saying. Uh, let me not get excited over this to loop back to what we were saying about being a nice person that I'm a nice person. Here's my line because my brain, I feel like, I don't, if I say something to hurt your feelings, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lose sleep over hurting your feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean, if I say something and it hurts you, that's different. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. Very different. Not, People like, don't understand the freaking difference. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't care if I tell you to go fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not worried about calling you a retard. You have a right though. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Every person, I have a right if I'm annoyed to, yeah. to be annoyed and tell you you're annoying me mm -hmm. and that you should get away from me. Why should you get a, be able to get offended about that? Don't yeah. be annoyed. It, it's, it's, you know, Ooh, or, or the other, the other side of that is because, uh, we're in advanced love and we work towards heaven on earth that, that they think that what we float around on sunbeams and, and everything is always great. I'll have fighting dark forces. That's a lie. That's a lie. They're fighting themselves. We're out here fighting these dark forces. And you think like, what, like it smells like petunias. It smells like shit sometimes. Like literally like smell, you know what I mean? Like it's just, and so anyways, but in Boston's site, it was actually promoting the the way they worded it, you know that the that the Middle East now you you can't go to the Middle East unless you have vaccine papers. It's illegal. You can't you can't mandate a, a medical record. It go violates HIPAA laws, like just on that aspect. But you have these people that are cheering for it and saying, "Well, good for them," and people need to be protected. Do you do you really get what you're saying? You're saying that you're going to have your children grow up in a world that they're not going to be able to go anywhere or do anything unless they can show papers. And that in itself is an open air prison. How apathetic do you have to be to want that kind of world? Just to think you are so, you know, so powerless over anything and everything that you would just rather take what you can get. I don't know. It's fucked up. <laughs> I, won't live, I won't live like that. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, I'll, I know, I know that I won't live like that. Oh, I wanted to, I'm going to totally change the subject for a second. Yeah, go right on. Because, uh, I'm glad I just remembered. You had mentioned earlier about fallen angels and I have some amazing teachers who've been sending me information. One of them had talked about, um, that they weren't fallen angels, that they were angels who had their wings taken away, their wings were clipped. It's like we don't say a bird's a fallen bird, you know, when the bird's on the ground. Well, I'm talking about different angels. When I say fallen angels, I'm referring to the angels that they say Satan convinced to, to rebel against and do all these perversions. 
No, I just want to make that clear. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I just found that to be an interesting point about the. That is that is a good point, and I often do wonder. I know this might sound a little out there, but sometimes I wonder if some of us are those angels, and we who were tricked, and we're now here <laughs> <laughs> dealing with with like this situation. You know, because you used to, when you think of how how different people are on different levels spiritually, consciously, and all of that. You've got to wonder, well, obviously the original source has to be different. Or the original time of that specific soul group or soul being created. And I often wonder, are some of, are some of us here fallen angels? Are the angels that were deceived to, to leave heaven and come to this fake, this fallen world or whatever? Just sometimes I think about those things. Maybe. I mean, it may be. I think there's a lot of things that are possible. I mean, you know, the reality is, is that in one way or another, we've had our memories erased. Yeah. So it's, you know, when they say that, you know, that we're species with amnesia, it's true. You know, we don't know who we are. You know, it's like, um, I have a new kitten. The kitten knows everything what to do. It knows how to take care of itself. It knows how to wash itself. It learned how to jump all over my bathroom. Do you know what I mean? Like she has mastered, she's living until the, the, they meet. She's living in my bathroom and uh, she that's her domain now. Like she has mastered it. It's, I'll never look at it just as like a little bathroom again. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a kid world. Like she's jumping on things like that. But I didn't need to teach her anything. She knew how to do everything. And we are literally the only species that comes out helpless. There's something. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, yeah. and, and you would think like, well, why would we come out so helpless? Or is it that we don't come out helpless and that the way the world is, is that it, you know, it treats us to, to train us from a very young age. Keep us in an something. infantile, like, yeah. Mm hmm. And dormant. Sorry, you froze. I thought you were. No, it's fine. I think keeps freezing. Is it freezing now? Is it freezing now? Is it freezing now? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does. It keeps us very dormant. I find that I, I that that is part of the programming. And mm -hmm. even what you just said about like clipping the wings. Everything might macro is reflected even in the micro. So it's like it, it's happening, like you said, it happened before. It's a repeat, a repeat, a repeat, a repeat. And that's what it is. And like you like you also just said, because it all resonated with me, you know, they're squashing us down. So every time we come back, we're we're a smaller version, a smaller yes. version, a smaller version. Same situation. It started, you know, bigger, more cosmological, and then it got smaller. Mm -hmm. It's you know that now it's only planetary. Yeah, yeah. Well, they say that the uh, one of the things too that we actually have gotten smaller when they cut down the trees. They cut down all the giant trees that went up to the heavens. Yes, yes. So oh. in taking away that oxygen, and I've read this in different places too that one of the reasons that we are shrinking as a species is because of the lack of oxygen in the air, and that our trees, uh, the trees that we look at they the giants looked at it like moss you that's know like that, that's their moss like we're just like these little little like beings that live in the tiny little forest under the yeah the mountaintops all those all those plains those mountaintops that are flat and plains those were trees 
No, the, and, uh, the Devil's Mountain in um, Wyoming. That was a massive tree. This is what she's talking about when yeah. she's talking about these giant trees. This is what the giants like. We did that that video that the episode about the petrified giants in the mountains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were what they were all right with those trees. The trees, the oxygen. Yeah, they've been they've been. It's okay. Maybe, maybe they take natural worlds and turn them into simulations. Perverse, right? Yeah. Well, unless they simulate the natural world, that we're hijacked out of it into an assimilation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know that we have been. There was out. a girl who was talking about her ayahuasca experience, and when she described it, she said that she said that she did it in whatever Ecuador or something. When she looked at the trees at one point, and she could see all the geometric shapes. She didn't see the trees like we see them, and you know, it's so like she could just see all the, the the geometric patterns that form the trees, like. It was really interesting the way she was describing it. I thought, wow, she's seeing the, the shell of the simulation or yeah, or, or the, maybe the organic ver, you know, version. But the fact that she saw, you know, shapes and not, not the tree. The tree. Yeah. Interesting. That, that is interesting. Well, it's like the spoon's not there, right? So, you know, uh, it's the it's just frequencies, right? That's creating it. It's just the frequency that creates the image that we see. The frequency. Yeah, that, that's what David that Icke. Yeah. That's that's a, his whole basis of everything is that with frequency bands and they're streaming to us a frequency band and keeping us in this frequency band. In a low lock. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Think of going into a room and all of a sudden having to crouch way down because the ceiling's so low, like Alice, right? Yeah. Like way down like this. Uh, but. You know, some people, Sophia, they're okay being crouched down. So it's like our consciousness should have the ability to go wherever our spirit goes, but it doesn't. It's locked here. Mm -hmm. Sad. It is sad. But we talk about these things not to say they're sad. They are sad, and it's one. And we and we have to. We can acknowledge things for what they are without without becoming sad, right? Yeah, without becoming it. Mm hmm. I agree. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you didn't. I, I just love this conversation so much. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, I was looking at in my at just these notes here because I really took I took I took a lot of notes with when I when I was researching the uh, the Nag Hammadi, and um, I feel like there's so many truths in this. We should do another show on this again sometime. It was yeah, good. Anytime. Um, but it talked about the deep, the deep sleep is ignorance. Yes. Um, right. you know, and like, it was just, you know, there's certain things that, you know, when you take them away and you read it again, or you see it again, it's very interesting. Um, well, I think with you, you, all the little blips you write down, right. That's all the truth. Like that's all the now kind of like that jumped out at you. And now it's like threaded together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like I have, I, I love, uh, I really am a fan of, of writing stuff down in notebooks and stuff. I, I've kind of swayed away just in doing some stuff, but I really need to get back into it because I have some of my notebooks uh, going back a while, but I have friends who have notebooks who go back like a while, a while. More of mine is my poetry that I find r r random. Um, I don't even know half the poems I wrote. 
uh, I find random poems in books. And usually my poem is a message. It's a, it's a direct, it's a direct message. Thank you. And um, I always feel honored when you share them with me. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but those, those are like a direct connection. So where does that come from? Right. I mean, there has to be a connection to something coming into that. You know, is it, is it, is it the, I am, you know, that I'm able to just tap into, you know, the existence of that the same way, you know, when you think of it, like an artist, an artist creates from nothing, you know, you have a, you have a blank canvas or whatever you're working on, there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden it's something. And that is a, is a, I guess in a sense that, you know, no matter what you're creating, it's a form of love because you're, you're, you're pulling and you know what I mean? Like you're, in an essence, that would be your God creation, whatever, wouldn't it be? Well, that's what I think is happening. Like whenever any act of creating, whether it's artists, whether it's, you know, molding, whether it's, you know, carpentry, whatever, you, whenever you're in the process of creating, you are doing the work of God. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel. Like, I feel like you're an expression of God in that moment and you are tapping into that divine, the, the, the divinity that we house inside of us. And it's speaking th and it speaks through us. That's, you know, what we're not meant to like be channels. We're not meant to be channels for whatever outside source wants to use us and you work through us. We're supposed to be working as the divine essence representatives here, only channeling that. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. It does. I, I feel like everyone's like, outside frequencies influence influence instead of your inside frequency should be influencing the outside your bubble yes they should it should be like uh it's like a force field like the way it should work is like a little force field like here when we talk about like knowledge and learning stuff right this is uh i remember a long time ago i saw a water bug walk across the water and i was like I want to know how a water bug walks across the water. So I looked it up, right? Like, like I can't, if, if once I need to know, I need to know. Like I can't know <laughs> something and be like, okay, like I need to know. And the answer in this, I feel applies to a lot of things. So the reason that the water bug can walk on water is it doesn't really walk on the water. It walks on the pressure of the molecules holding themselves together in the water. And it kind of uses that force and it knows how to balance itself and it, and it goes across the water that way. And what an, what an interesting thing, right? Because if it was just going across the water and not using the force of the water, it wouldn't be able to do it. It's not because, resisting against the water, right? Yeah. Because all of the molecules in that pool, and we know that water, you could take it out, but it still is from that source and always will be from and contain each thing. And now all of these water molecules are just, I don't know if you want to say working together, coming together, however it works. And there's this energy field and it creates that, that, that surface on the top of the water that allows it to just skate along. And it's kind of dope. It just seems so simple, but the whole thing of it, right? And it's just kind of amazing. And then when you think about that, like how we could apply it to us, I agree. right? Do you know what I mean? Like how we can use that force inside of us to create that bubble, that, that protection that allows us to be able to skate through, 
you know, at the same time, not allowing everything else to come in and cause a problem. So this is another amazing show that we had. Um, let's see if I have anything else in my notes that I wrote down as we were going through some stuff. Do you ever go and look at your notes and like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. And I'll oh, tell you this, yeah. when I write my notes and then I want to use them that same day, I think, what the heck is this? I can't read anything then. My handwriting is not good. So if I'm in a, uh, I mean, I write very, if I'm um, writing stuff, then uh, sometimes I'm like, shit, shit. What, what is that? What did I write? All right, let's see what we have here. Talking about CBD over here. Some good stuff. All right. Open stack. AI transhumanism, Elon Musk, Apple cracked the code for the NSA, CIA. Oh, speaking of, let me throw this out there for the last couple of minutes, and then I guess we can close out, add whatever you want. Uh, I went to the Arise Freedom Rally, and I've never been to any kind of Freedom Rally or any, anything like that. So I didn't know what to expect. And as much as I love people, I'm not a people-y person, right? Like I'm not. So we go and um, we're sitting there. And on the way there, Scott McKay, one of the speakers, wasn't going to be there. And the girl I went with, I'm like, they're like, he's sick. I go, nah, there's something more. There's something else going on. So we get there, we're talking. And all of a sudden they tell us that Scott McKay was hit with an energy weapon. And that's flu-like symptoms, you know, all sorts of things. I was like, see, see, I told you. So then we're there and one of the speakers, she dropped a lot of knowledge. And then she was telling the FBI and the CIA, she heard that they were looking for her and she was right there. And then one of the other speakers is like, uh, I'm going to upload these to OTW tube. I have some really good videos. Um, and then the, one of the other speakers was like, um, um, he's like, you know, we're not going to stop, you know, the threats and, you know, it's very real. And they talk about the dark forces and stuff too. And, but they talk about, you know, obviously the government and stuff. So then the mic goes out and the guys are going right fucking here. And he's saying something. And it was just, it was very interesting, but I have a couple of questions. One is, um, is anyone ever ex CIA? Like these people, aren't they? Aren't no, they all? anybody. Like, if you're CIA, are you ever ex CIA? That's right. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, all these people, like, once you're in, you're in. I don't all know. I don't, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. if you can ever be ex CIA. I will tell you that one of which is the same lineage that goes back to uh sultan hamid from the empire ottoman empire that i have a letter from to my grandfather calling him out on his zeal and my nickname is zest coincidence and he happened to have one of the first robots as well That's but nice. right but <laughs> one of my um one of my uncles one of my grandmother's brothers uh it was said that he may or may not have been in the CIA my family all has like my aunt was a lieutenant colonel she was head of jag do you know what i mean like i had an uncle who was an admiral on the on the kennedy do you know like i have very a lot of military in my family so 
um, and dating back to the Ottoman Empire. Uh, but it said that one of my uncles was in the CIA. And, you know, and I wonder, like, uh, is he once in the CIA, always in the CIA? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I wonder that, too, now that you're saying it. You know, and I've even thought about that when people say former, you know, ex-CIA. Well, how are you? Yeah, right. How are you? But do we really, do they really say former CIA? Uh, yeah, well, I guess right. they do. Are these people actors just playing a role? Or are they just claiming to be because, because it's a CIA psyop. But why is it former? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Something, I don't know. Just something I think about. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, I got you. But so anyways, with that, one of the speakers there, he, so there was two things that happened. And at the moment, my nerdiness got super excited. I had told Sophia about them. My nerdiness got super excited. And then afterwards, I was thinking about it. I was like, hmm. So I... When I learned about remote viewing, I became obsessed with learning about remote viewing and researching it and the government projects on it. And uh, for the listeners, remote viewing is when you're able to sit down at a location and actually see where someone else is and what's around them. You could even be able to read papers on the desk. Um, the government has spent a lot of money, a lot of Stanford and a couple of the colleges, a lot of money to create a scenario where this is only a few humans that have this exceptional power. That's not the case. We all, all have the capability to do this. So anyways, I found out about it. I was like, I need to learn. And it's been like a little like, like, like it makes me like when I hear about it or, you know, it's one yeah, of me too. So the CIA guy gets up, he starts talking, da, 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 and he's like, and when I was remote viewing, and I was like, what? Did he say remote viewing? Like, I was all nerdy. But now I'm like, oh, he said remote viewing. Like, hmm. Like, like was that for me? Was that like a little thing to see? Do you know what I mean? Because that's how my mind like hooks. Yeah. Yeah. And there was another, another little one in there, too. And I was like, huh. Huh. I wonder. Do you know what I mean? Like. And that's the, that's kind of where we're at, right? Because I don't. I wish more people were like you and wondered instead of just saying, "Oh, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about." I'm gonna take his, his perception, yeah. and I'm gonna take, take it as my own, and then I'm gonna fight day and night with people defending it, like I've done all the yeah. research. You know, it's yeah. so nuts. We don't <laughs> know. Least, thing you can show up, and you can be part of these things without not being. You have to be. You have to be skeptical. How are you gonna not be deceived if you're not skeptical? I don't know. I don't know, but it's, isn't it an interesting, uh, not to totally turn, but we're in it a is. place now where, uh, we can't trust anybody. I don't trust anyone. I mean, <laughs> I don't trust people. I, I, here, I go through my, my little, I mean, I'm high, I'm like, like, yeah, I'm like, but I go through my little phases where I'm like, Oh, let me be nicer. You know, let me, let me try to let some people in. And yeah. then I'm like, you fucking cunt, right? Like, drain, just yeah, feeling like, come on, man. Pardon my language on that one, but some shit just been happening where I feel like it's the only appropriate word. And, uh, you know, and it's like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, well, that's my fault for, you know, and, 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 and in all reality, part of it is this internet. Cause I can't feel your energy. I can sense things, but I can't feel your energy. Yeah. And this is like a charade, right? Well, and that that's what is so annoying about social media in general is that everybody, you, you just, people are playing a role. My friend, how about this? I'll tell you a little story. How, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but this is how sick people are. 
she said she some guy has been sending her things into her message never respond but it's always like you look beautiful today oh you're so beautiful or you're like just all these random comments so she showed me and she goes now look at this because i never responded and it said oh your girth is 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 wide is that what you'd rather hear how fat and ugly you are and it was like what? i'm not kidding and i said wow imagine someone could switch like that right they can go from bombarding you with with your sexy messages your beautiful messages to telling you you're fat and that boxing you're, is not going to get you because she's a boxer, my friend. And like he just started, she said, like, she could tell that obviously this person went on her page and then just like looked at anything they could try and think of to hurt yeah. her. Yeah. And I thought a stranger, a total yeah. stranger. I had people do it to me. That's what they were doing earlier on the um, Only in Boston website, Only in Boss. That's what they do. They go to my page, they pick something, and then they come back and comment and try to attack me. They have no idea. I can run intellectual <laughs> verbal circles around these fucktards, like for real. Like, I know. Don't, don't, don't challenge me there because that's just silly at this point. Like, if I'm spewing this kind of stuff and this, and you're saying something to me, and I'm telling you you're a fucktard because you can only attack me personally and not with knowledge. Exactly. That's exactly. It look at just listen. You saying that? Let's make the point. That's what the, the the administration's doing. They can't convince us that this is a real legit thing to take and put in our bodies. So they're gonna say that everyone's stupid now. That's what he said. Yeah. He said, "I thought these people would be smarter than that, but I guess they're all idiots." <laughs> oh, morons. I'm sorry. He said morons, not idiots. He said morons. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. All Let's right. See? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. They have another show coming on the air because why? Because we're a 24-7 radio station that's kicking ass. You've been listening to Zest and Sophia on the Wake Up Radio. Sophia, anything you want to close out with? Um, I really don't have anything else to okay. add. I, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in tonight. Huge shout out to Cindy Ashby on the boards, our producer, editor, um, promoter. She wears about a thousand different hats. So you can find us on the wakeupradio.com, OTW tube. And until next week, we out. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dean. Cindy On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.